Hey everyone, I'm Brian Conley of Hunters HD Gold, and you're listening to Season 2 of Hunters HD Gold Behind the Lens. This podcast takes a deep dive into what it takes to be a match director, manufacturer, sponsored shooter, or just an everyday shooter trying to win his or her first major. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Hunters HD Gold Behind the Lens. Welcome back to another episode of Hunter's HD Gold Behind the Lens. Today I'm sitting down with a guy I've hung out with over the past couple of years by the name of J.R. Guerra. How you doing, brother? Doing fantastic, Brian. It's well, good to see you. you know, a lot of people may know know you by the name. They may not know you by the name, but they may know you by the jersey. They know, you know, you're all over the place. But, you know, so... We'll get into that in a minute because there's so much stuff we could talk about, and we'll just make people just figure out who you are as we go through the conversation. I like it. it. The mystery. When did you even get started, you know, doing what you're doing now or even starting shooting? I mean, there's so many variables to your lifestyle that you're in right now. When did you when did you even first start picking up a gun? Um, So my dad taught me how to shoot a gun at a young age. Oh, really? Yeah. um, uh, He was in the in the core. So, I mean, he he was pretty decent, you know, but of course, you know, that's where I learned the old old school weaver stance, you know, and how to hold the rifle all weird and bladed. Um, But at least I started somewhere. How Uh, old were you? I believe I was right around 10 or 11 the first time I picked up a gun. Yeah. So, of course, he put a a Ruger 1022 in my hands. Okay, sweet. What state was this in? Were you Um, born and raised in California? Okay. Yeah. So I was born in a little town called Porterville, California. It's in between Bakersfield and Fresno. uh, And that's all we have to say about that town. (laughs) (laughs) It's small and depressing. (laughs) It's like like one red light and you just keep on Uh, going. Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) So. uh, So, yeah, I went out to the range a few times. um, Always enjoyed it. Always had a good time. Um, So dad uh, was very encouraging with the second amendment uh had a had a great time with that as far as competitive shooting uh i've been doing that for i think maybe like eight to ten years ish like okay. right around there uh i took a ccw class uh from a buddy of mine named jesus gallardo okay and um he's uh he's he's now with a uh, portable police department and um i took a ccw class with him and he was a competitive shooter okay. so i i did okay with the class and he said hey why don't you just uh, come on out for this competition tomorrow so I showed up the next day with a SIG P228 Brian. nylon holster, just a bucket of shit, and All just right. went out there and had a great time. And then I was hooked. So the, the word competition did not scare you? Uh, no, it didn't, actually. Okay. So did you do competition in school? No, no. Never competed like that. Um, shooting with my dad, you know, we would go to the range, you know, once or twice a year, you know, like the... The, the, the typical outing, you know, okay. t- t- typical gun owner type stuff. Uh, go out to the range all day, blow through a bunch of rounds and go home. So, so there was never any competition type things growing up or anything? No. With brothers no. or sisters or anything? Um, well, I mean, uh, I, I was in sports, but never okay. anything like, 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 like with handguns or, or okay, rifles or kind of sports? Uh, so growing up, um, I played soccer as a kid. Okay. Uh, baseball, loved baseball, did that for a long time. Um, in high school, I swam for a little bit, and then I did tennis. Um, okay, so you've always beach had volleyball. The, so you always had definitely a competitive nature about you. Oh yeah, that, that, that's okay. always been inside. Um, always been chasing after something. Right. So yeah. So you did yeah. your first CCW, you know, training class. Yep. Yeah. And then somebody says, "Let's go do a, you know, do a competition." Yeah. And what was that like? Oh, man. It like So <laughs> I distinctly remember this guy named Dean Nethery, um, Australian native. He was here for work and um, he just walks out to me, didn't say a word, walks out to me, turns my mags around because I had them backwards, you know, <laughs> okay. and I was just like, he was like, just trust me. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. Like, hi. You know? <laughs> uh, but there were a few GMs there and, you know, I got to see everything from, you know, like slow people to like crazy fast. And uh, I mean, I I didn't do amazing, but I didn't do terrible either. You know, right. I, didn't, I didn't DQ. Right. And 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 I hit like most of my targets. So I was I, I was hooked after that. Wow. So w- was that in um, just a regular IDPA or USPSA? Or so what, that was what, a USPSA what? style match, but it was an outlaw okay. match. OK. Um, it was at Rankin Field um, in Tulare uh, mm-hmm. is the range there. And it was a Rankin Field Action Shooters is uh, the name of the group. And, um, yeah, it used to be an outlaw match and I shot that for a while and then they eventually became a USPSA affiliated club. Okay. Good deal. So how long did you actually, you know, compete? Um, I shot production for a long time. I was one of, I was one of those nerds, got a Glock 17, then a Glock 34 and just rocked that for a while. 
Um, I did that off and on, you know, I was like kind of like a, you know, a solid B class, low okay. A class shooter, um, training, getting better, but, um, not really putting in like as much into it as I probably should have. Right. Took a little hiatus. Um, and then when I w- got back into it, I was like, oh, I'm going to be just as good as I was, you know, taking a year and a half off isn't going to do anything. Um, it did a lot. Yeah. And right. I really wanted to take it seriously after that. Um, so I went to an IDPA state match, believe it or not. Uh, and that's where I met Zach Smith. I uh, saw him shoot and I was like, okay, I actually want to be good now. Started training with him. Um, and even though I was just like kind of like an A class level shooter, we hung out and there was stuff that I could add to it. Uh, there's stuff that I could contribute and help him out with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he helped me a ton. And it just kind of kind of went from there. Just uh, ended up getting a lot better. Um, COVID hit. I was in the bar and restaurant industry. Okay. And uh, instead of like sitting around feeling sorry for myself, I was like, you know what? Career change. I was getting into instruction and helping, you know, some CCW instructors and stuff like that anyway. So I went full bore with it. Right. Um, a few months after that, Zach uh, took me down to meet Taryn down at TTI uh, to help out with some classes. Uh, Taryn really liked the you know style of teaching I had. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back and forth a few times and he offered me a job. There's so much to de- decompress to this conversation right now. So when you first met, Zach, mm-hmm. when he was shooting, was he sh- already shooting with Taryn? Uh, yes, he was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was rocking an MPX at that time. So did you understand th- what that meant? Oh, 100%. Okay. So exactly who Taryn was, okay. what the company's about, you know, what he does, um, just the the juggernaut of a, you know, champion, yes. you know, that that he uh, still is. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I knew all about Taryn. Well, cool. So you were in the, you know, you're just waiting tables and bartending or what, doing food uh, so, service? Or what? So I was in a, um, uh, I was more management level. Okay. Um, so like bar manager type. Okay. Uh, so I was bar manager at one place um, and then I was... Um, uh, actually the GM of another place. I was right. b- bouncing back and forth between a few places. So through doing that and shooting, was that, you know, easy to balance the time out through the weekends and stuff? Or no, it, just, it really sucked. Dude. Okay, that's yeah, no, say. it was terrible. <laughs> seemed so, like a lot. So, you know, throughout the week, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm up until two, 3 AM, mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden I have to switch my schedule, you know, so that way I can go shoot. So mm-hmm. it worked out for a little while, you know, the money in the bar restaurant industry was really good. Right. Um, but, uh, as far as like the shooting stuff, it just did not work out well. Where were you living at when this was going on? Uh, so I was, living in Visalia. Okay. Um, uh, doing all that. So, uh, working at a few places in Visalia and Fresno, just kind of going back and forth in that area. Okay. So when Zach, you know, took you on and says, let's do some training and stuff like that. And he says, we're going to go to the, you know, to the ranch. What was that like when, you, uh, when it, it first hit you? It, it, it was a little surreal. I remember. Um, so we were, we were at Rankinfield in Tulare, okay. and uh, uh, there was a Max Leo Grandes class there. Okay. So yeah, so it was great, right? So we're all hanging out and everything, and you know, this is you know post COVID uh, or right after you know the world had shut down, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was still, you know, I was working at a range um, and just kind of like helping out with a few of the restaurants with like to go food and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really just like getting into instruction and, and doing that. I was just going full board into the gun industry um, and, and doing quite well with it. So Zach walks up and he was like, hey, man, what are you doing over the next few days? And I was like, bro, I make my own schedule now. Right? Right. So I'm, I'm open. He's like, you want to go down to want to go down to TTI? Like Tara needs some help with some classes. And I was like, well, that's that's surreal. Sure. Like, I would love to. OK, so I went down there. Um, uh, I helped Zach with some classes, um, you know, because uh, the way t- you've been to TTI's range. I have not. Been oh, my God. You have to come. I will so, be at some point. So, I have not so, been there. So there's the main range. And then we've got a range off to the side. We can shoot simultaneously. Right. Um, so it was a big class. We were off to the side, uh, spent three or four days down there. We crashed at Zach's sister's house down in L.A. Mm hmm. Went back and forth and uh, Taryn was uh, obviously paying attention and uh, liked the way, you know, I was instructing and like what I had to say and, you know, liked what I was doing and uh, offered me a job. Now, let's, that, that, that's a lot there because when you had no experience... And then did you take training classes from anybody else? Uh, so I had taken some classes from uh, like Ben Steger, okay. uh, Max Lee Grandis. Okay, good. Um, you know, a few tactical guys. Yeah. Um, so I was no stranger to taking classes. So you had the right techniques down. Uh, yeah. So, so that, at, that's cool. At that point, I was uh, right around, you know, I, I was I was on the heels of being like a master level shooter at that okay. point. Because so. return to, you know, I would assume based on his stature where he's at in the shooting sports to see where you're at with your, you know, how you handle the gun, how you do, you know, transitions, everything that you do. He had to see something there that was, was he, did he want to change anything? Did he want to train some stuff to do different or, you know, um, what that look like? Yeah. He's, he, he, 
he's never come out and said like, oh, hey, like you're a bucket of shit. Let's fix this. Right. right, right. But um, but I mean, obviously he saw something, okay. you know, uh, which was a, a huge compliment coming from someone like Tara. That's so you cool. Know? So I, I was taken aback when I got the initial offer. I was like, whoa, like this is this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I. Um, I decided to say yes, you know, wow. yeah, uh, I did some couch surfing, you know, for a while to make sure that, you know, everything would work out. I didn't want to just like move down here and then tear and be like, right. you know, um, by the way, uh, yeah, this isn't going to work out. Yeah. Because this is not a situation of being a sponsor shooter. This is a situation of like, this is going to be my job. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Or it, career. It, it, it changes job, everything. Career, literally changing everything. Um, so yeah, did some couch surfing, uh, back and forth. And after I think two to three months, I was like, yeah, like this is, this is a thing. So, your so I moved down there. About it? Um, my, my parents had no idea who, who Taryn Butler was. Okay. Right. Okay, okay. Until I, of course I'm like, Hey, I have a, you, you remember the John Wick movies, right? They're like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. And then I explained everything and like, are you kidding? Like, this is incredible. So yeah, no, it was, it, it was, it was, it, it was, it's very surreal. You right. know? And even, and even every day now when I go to work, you know, um, so, uh, so now I, I don't just do instruction. Um, I do gunsmithing. Uh, I'm the project manager. Uh, I'm on the pro team now. So I travel a lot for work matches. Right. Um, I mean, I took one vacation this year earlier in Cabo. All the rest of the time I've been gone has been completely work related. Yeah, I don't know what a vacation is like since Hunter's HC Gold got started myself. I'm just not. Bro, I, I, I come to Cabo with well, us next year. That's, <laughs> I want to stay married <laughs> for one. But right, thank, right, you, fair, thank you. Fair. Very, thank you. For, thank you for the invitation. But um, no, no, I just can't do that. There's no way in hell. Right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll send you a postcard. But yes, but there, there, there'll be some times where maybe we can do something at some point. But that, that's just no. Yeah. <laughs> no. All kidding side um so you know when you went you know to that environment mm-hmm. and you're there and you're you're still young in your shooting career oh 100 and you know it what you know what was it like when you saw the first you know quote unquote stars coming in did, did you was it more of a were you starstruck at first or was it more like, OK, this is just my job and I've just got to mm-hmm. I got to deal with this? You know, um, I, I I've never been starstruck. OK, uh, I'm huge fans of people. Don't get me wrong. Right. Right. Um, and I've become, you know, like friends with some of these people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a business relationship and a friendship. Um when these stars come through, you know, they're coming to us for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. They're coming to us for legit training. Right. Um, so, and, and when they see us do the things that we can do mm-hmm. with the guns, like, like we're the star now. Right. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I was never starstruck. Um, there's, there's plenty of times where, you know, there's pictures being posted. JR is mm-hmm. not in the pictures because I'm taking the picture. Right. Because right? I don't mind. Right. right. Um, all these people are super rad people pretty much everybody that's come through there has been super rad and fun to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so what normally happens is after the class, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm home, I'm chilling when, you know, with my kitty cats or whatever, you know, watching Netflix. And I'm just like, Whoa, <laughs> like <laughs> Joe Rogan was just here. Right. Right. Like, like, you know, Posty was here, right. you know, like all these, all these incredible people. So right. yeah, no, it's, it, it's incredible. I can understand. I, I, I love it. Oh, cool. So when was the time Let's reverse this conversation a little bit mm-hmm. on that another type of the story. When you were there and you saw somebody coming in for training for a movie they had to do, mm-hmm. and you can leave a name out if you need to, and you realize they were just completely green. Like this is gonna be a totally, you know, new situation. How humbling do they get? when they realize they're hand, getting ready to handle something they've never done before. Um, so we have a, a lot of green people coming in. Okay. Um, a, a vast majority of them are, are, are pretty green okay. or you like, Oh yeah, I shot my dad's shotgun back when I was 12. You right. know, so either green or, 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 or no training or little to no training at all. Right. Okay. Um, and they, they always have the utmost respect for it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we spend the first half hour, 45 minutes just going over dry fire. Right. Okay. So it's all the rules. We spend five to 10 minutes going over everything, make sure they understand everything. Uh, we always demo everything. Um, and then it's, you know, a lot of dry fire mm-hmm. and then we start getting them going. All right. So let's back up even further than that because Hollywood as a whole, mm-hmm. most majority think that it's extremely left. Hundred percent, and yeah. and anti-gun, mm-hmm. and and no need for it because 
one, their bodyguard may have a gun right. or, or yeah. two, they just don't, you know, they're living in a world where they're behind gates and mm-hmm. don't need anything like that. Have you had people come in that have been standoffish at first because of that? And you've been able to educate the other side of that and how this is a, just a tool, not a, you know, assault. Yes. Anything. Yes. That, that, that it, it doesn't happen that often, believe okay. it or not. Most people come in and, and they're kind of excited, you know, okay. maybe they're nervous or maybe a little scared, you know, um, but they're usually excited. However, I mean, I, I, I've, I've been there when a girl came in, saw the guns and started crying, Brian. No kidding. Oh yeah. Started. Now that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Explain that to me because you're there. Mm-hmm. Was it with other trainers there too? Uh, no. So, um, I can only talk about so much. Like no, no. I don't want to mention the person. I, we're not going the project. to. I don't, okay, good, I don't good, good. want to at all. Um, but I want to analyze. So I was how the only trainer. Come that. I, I was the only trainer there. Okay. Uh, had all the guns laid out. You know, um, slides open. You know, everything. It, 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 we're starting with a dry fire session. Okay. Right? Um, she walks in with uh, with a few other actors, mm-hmm. and most of them. Uh, some of them are a little timid, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, whoa, you know, guns bad, right? A uh, couple people were okay. Um, this girl just immediately starts crying. Wow. Did you? Ask her why, or did you just kind of uh, leave it alone for a little bit? Obviously, didn't have to ask why. Um, so, yeah, that, that's exactly how I played it. I just kind of jumped into everything with with everyone as a group because it wasn't a one on one thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, weren't I there, you weren't there for a therapy session, not this time, <laughs> <laughs> not this time. Maybe maybe after that. Okay. You know? um, so yeah, I, I just kind of jumped into it. You know, okay. uh, immediately started going over the safety rules and and overemphasizing. You know, the safety. Um, uh, covered, you know, the operation of the firearms, you know, how these particular firearms functioned and everything, and just really just made sure that, you know, it was a landing with everyone. Um, as an instructor, you can usually like look at someone's face. And if you see that deer, deer in headlights look or, mm-hmm. or the little like head, like, well, I, yeah. I don't know what that is. Um, uh, you just ex- say it a different way, you know, explain it differently. So that way it lands. So when you put the firearm in the lady's hand that was crying, mm-hmm. How long did it take before she calmed down? Uh, she calmed down fairly quickly, actually. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, because, like I said, um, uh, for the circumstances that we were in for for or that I was in for this particular project, mm-hmm. um, it was it was just a dry fire session only. Right. Right. Um, so. So that's all they were there to do was just totally dry fire. Yes. Because maybe when they're going back on set, they're just using props. Yeah. On, on, anyway. on set, you know, it's a lot of rubber guns. It's a lot okay. of airsoft guns. Uh, there's plenty of blank fire going on. Right. Um, but but those are the three things that are usually being used on set for 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 different reasons. Right. right. So sometimes, yeah, there's VFX. Um, obviously, you know, the blank guns, you can't, you know, fake recoil very well. That's correct. You know, I mean, it's really hard to do that kind of stuff. The airsoft stuff helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, come on. I mean, you can drop, you know, nasty splits with a with an airsoft gun and it's not going to move. Do right? you start off with airsoft sometimes? Um, uh, actually, no. OK, y'all just no. go straight to you know no. the, the real weight. Yeah, yeah. We, we just go straight to it. Um, you know, uh, I, I mean, I myself have never used airsoft or or the cert guns or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always just been dry fire with a real gun. Okay. Um, and, and, and most people like, you know, that's what they're doing. Right. Uh, not that there isn't any value with anything else. You know, I know some high level shooters who have messed with a ton of stuff mm-hmm. and, and there's value in all of it. Uh, but no, we just went straight, you know, we should just dive in straight to the real guns. Wow. Yeah. So in that situation where, you know, you get to this point where the lady's upset, other people are, you know, comfort. I'm sure everybody's comforting everybody th- at some point. And when you're done, how'd that make you feel? Um, it felt great. Um, it, uh, you know, this, this particular, uh, actress, you know, she may never, um, want to own a gun. Right. Um, but by the end of, you know, my time. Uh, with this project, um, she ended up being one of the more squared away people. Mm-hmm. You know, she looked good. She handled it well. Um, she understood it. Uh, she was very confident, mm-hmm. um, was able to, you know, just pick it up and go. Right. right. Um, and 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 that, that felt great. You know, That's so so, cool. so at, at least they're not scared of, you know, the the gun itself. They're right. not scared of the of the object anymore. They know mm-hmm. that it's not just going to like jump up, you know, and, and murk someone in the face. Yeah, right. It's, it's not, it's not going to do anything on its own. Exactly. Was um? did you ever get her back to do live fire? Um, we did do some live fire, but uh, under the circumstances, it was it was only a uh, blank fire. OK. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at least they got to, you know, experience a little bit of recoil, you know, mm-hmm. and some noise. Very right? cool. Um, Very so, cool. yeah. And, and again, like she looked great and and jumped right into that part. 
That's so you know, cool. like we had done enough, you know, regular training with you know, or dry fire training, you know, mm-hmm. just messing with the manipulations and everything to where once we got to the the, the range, mm-hmm. like she was set and she did really well. Did you ever catch her in a scene where you could see some of the work that she had done? You? Uh, yeah, I, I was able to to see some stuff. I mean, That's obviously, awesome. we're not we're not sure what the final edit will be. Yes. Um, but I was able to see some raw footage uh, of everyone and, and everyone looked great. Like they, they're super confident. Um, you know, I was on set a few times where they're making suggestions to the director mm-hmm. and then look over for me for approval and i'm like yeah that's that's actually good right so they right. they listen they they processed it and they executed really well I was, I was super proud of everyone that's so cool let me take a quick commercial break and i want to get into some more stuff about because i'm just i'm intrigued <laughs> so <laughs> let's take a quick commercial break this one of our sponsors this week's podcast is brought to you by kana gold kana gold is a premier lifestyle brand for those who work hard and play harder there are many hemp companies out there that get lost in the crowd, but Kana Gold sets the gold standard with its premier line of products. When traveling all around with a magical mystery tour to different matches, I traveled around with lots of different flavors, including pink grapefruit, candy apple, and vanilla cherry. Make sure to stop by and get some for yourself. They are all zero calories, zero sugar, use organic hemp, and are THC and CBD free. Competitive shooters love them because there's no shakes, no headaches, and no crash. When when you order from conagoldhemp.com, make sure to use discount code HUNTERSHD for another 20% off. So, congratulations on being able to do that with a lot of people who may not be in a situation of being gun-friendly. And they may never, not ever be gun-friendly, but it's still a situation where they're at least not going to break down and cry if they're around a situation. Yeah. So a little bit of education at a time is the way I see that. But, yeah, no, you know, it's great. It's maybe a, maybe a lost cause, but in some, some cases, I think it may be. It's just just more exposure, more normaliz- normalization around stuff mm-hmm. around the shooting sports is why I do what I do. Yeah. Because, you know, I get people out there using, you know, firearms besides, you know, in self-defense or in, you know, hunting because the shooting sports is a whole other way to educate people about farms. But so you mentioned some names earlier, you know, like Joe Rogan, Mm -hmm. you know, when, Mm -hmm. when, when he came, when he came to the shop, he had to be in there before when you, when you've been Uh, there, was it, were you one of the first people he talked to? What'd that look like? So, uh, so he he comes a lot actually. Oh, does he really? Uh, he loves the range. Uh, he loves our products, uh, loves Taryn. Uh, he's super fun. Uh, he's actually getting pretty decent now too. Right. Yeah. No, he can, he can, he can shoot a handgun pretty well. Uh, but he had been there before. Okay. Uh, so I know that Kyle and Zach had worked with him before. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, that was a very surreal moment. You know, I'm like, Joe's here. <laughs> um, but, but, Cause but, I'm a huge UFC fan. Oh, so man. when, when yeah. I heard Joe I, and I was I, like, oh, that's so cool. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a UFC <laughs> fan. Um, uh, his podcast is on the regular rotation for me and right. has been for years. Yes. Um, cause I do a lot of driving and traveling yes. so I can really catch up on, <laughs> I on can all the good stuff. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Joe's an incredible guy, right. uh, uh, super down to earth. Um, just loves to hang out and have fun. He's got an obviously amazing sense of humor. Yes. Um, I've been to a couple of his shows, uh, which were just, uh, incredible. Uh, but yeah, Joe's a stand up guy. I mean, exactly how he is, you know, on the podcast, on the podcast exactly yeah. how you imagine, you know, he is. Right. That, that's just him. He's literally just being himself. Right. And that's the best part about it. You know, like there's, there's no filter. There's no just like pretending to be anything. Uh, love or hate him, you just got to respect that he's literally just being himself the entire time. Oh, I, I, I think that's it. incredible. I love it. So. I think he's a great, a great advocate for us and the Second Amendment because he hits a lot of people you know, to talk about that a lot. I agree. And, and I just, it just blows my mind. So has he, have you been to any UFC fights as a guest of his or anything? Hmm. No, I haven't been to any fights yet. Okay. Um, uh, obviously it's on my list. I guess it would be. It would be incredible. Uh, but I've been to a couple of his shows. Okay. Yeah. His yeah. comedy shows seem to be pretty. Oh, I've, I've, man. I've seen some stuff before. They're so, so good. Not in person though. He, he absolutely destroys it. it it's amazing. Uh, his openers are incredible. Right. Some of the best uh, comedy shows I've ever been to. Right. Yeah. And, and of course, Post Malone. Oh, Posty. Yeah. No, he he's such a nice guy, man. Uh, that was one of the most fun days we've had at the range. Right. Uh, it was super vibey. You know, he just brought this incredible just like energy to the range. Mm-hmm. Uh, we shot everything. We were there late. You know, it's not very often where we're shooting, you know, when the st- sun starts to go down. Okay. We have to be nice to our neighbors and, um, you know, because c- we're the ranges in Simi. Right? right. So neighbors aren't that far away. No, they're not. Um, so we're very considerate of that. Right. Um, we we don't really push the envelope on, on that very often. Uh, but but sometimes, you know, it's just like 
yeah, we can do this. So we're throwing <laughs> lights on the guns, you know, just having a good time. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, Posty's such a great guy. Uh, we're selling him a, a few guns right now. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. He, he just had stuff. an accident the other day on stage. Yeah. He, he went down through a hole and I don't know if he busted some ribs after something. I heard about that. I haven't I, talked to him since that happened, oh. but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't know a lot about, you know, post because just wasn't my thing going on. But mm -hmm. when, when he started hanging out and doing guns, then my direction changed to see what he was all about. So yeah. it's pretty cool to see what he gets into. He, so. and, and again, super nice guy, right. great sense of humor. Um, just really just wants like a genuine guy, you know, right. like genuinely talking to people, uh, interested in everything anyone has to say. Um, just super rad. Uh, right. Love that guy. Now, you know, you've had to travel to some places to be, an armor on set. I have. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. well, explain to me what that looks like. Cause there, I mean, that's gotta be, you know, I'm sure when, when you're working for Taryn mm -hmm. and this is what Taryn did when he got started and everything mm -hmm. else, correct me when I'm wrong, I'm just going based on history that I've read about and all the stuff that he's done. And then all of a sudden you get the call, you know, you, your, your, your name is called to say, Hey, JR, I need you at this, you know, set mm -hmm. the first time. Yeah. The, uh, the first time it happened was, um, uh, Taren, Taren walks into the shop and, uh, he's like, uh, so what's your schedule look like today? And I was like, well, I'm busy, Taren. Like, like we're always busy. Right. Um, I, I think I was, uh, I think I was doing a trigger job on a Glock at the time. Okay. And, uh, I was like, well, I've got, you know, this cue, but, uh, other than that, you know, like, I don't know, is our class today? And he's like, well, uh, you want to go work on a work on set with, uh, with Dolph Lundgren? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's random. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, hold on, hold on. So he walks outside, he's on the phone and he's like, yeah, 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 go to this location. Um, so, uh, so they were in a bind and needed an armor. Um, I guess the armor that was there, yeah. you know, had to go on another job or whatever. Anyways, so, so I get there and this is my first time on a movie set too. Right. Okay. Very first time. So let's go back to there had to be some gates to go through <laughs> at the very beginning. So, you know, people usually know people that are coming in all the time. Right. You know, right. They, people see people come and go. And you're probably one of those people now. But when you first go to a location, mm -hmm. you like go up to a gate and you're like, hey, I'm so and so. My name should be on the list. You know what? It, uh, you know, what so, did this look like? So, so it wasn't at a studio. So, okay. so the lake, uh, the location was at, you know, someone's house. Right. Okay. And, and that kind of stuff happens all the time. So I, I pulled up and I see, you know, a ton of trucks and all this just like stuff. And I'm like, all right, sick. I'll just pull in here. <laughs> and uh, I guess I'm just going to park here. Right. So I park and I'm just like, I had no idea like what, like where to go. And I'm just like, uh, hey, I'm here for for so and so. Right. I was asking for like uh, uh, one of the stunt coordinators. Right. And, uh, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, somewhere up over there. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I guess I'll just walk around until I figure it out. <laughs> so I'm like a lost puppy, just like, eh, you know, but trying to be confident, right? <laughs> trying to be confident, right? Because I mean, I'm there representing Taryn, exactly. you know? So, I mean, <laughs> Taryn would have gone himself, but it, he had something else going on that day. So I'm just like, all right, you know, I'm in, I'm in the TTI t-shirt, you know, and I, I, okay. I gotta, I gotta do my thing. So, uh, eventually found everyone. Um, they, they, they showed all the guns, uh, that were going to be used for blank fire. Um, and, and, and I, I didn't really know the process then as far as like you know what exactly was expected of me okay so uh so i pulled the director aside and the stunt coordinator and i was like all right cool like i like i know all the safety stuff i know how these things work you know i know what what we can and can't do um but aside from that like like you know what are the protocols here you know like like when am i going to be you know needed what's expected of me you know this and that and they laid it all out um uh, meticulous safety, you know, there's, there's, there's four people, you know, that, that need to clear, you know, everything mm. before, you know, um, the, the blank gun ever ends up in the actor's hands. Okay. Um, and so then, you were there to inspect the guns as well, or was that somebody uh, else's job? Well, uh, well, 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 the guns were already there. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, of, of course I did inspect them. Okay. Right? Yeah. I, I made sure everything, you know, was functional and safe. Um, mm -hmm. uh, make, make sure there's no live ammunition around. Right. Right. Of course. Uh, make, make sure, you know, the blanks were, were just on me as well. You know, I have my little pack and and had everything you know everything's under you know lock and key until it's ready to go um there's a lot of safety measures there um, okay. uh, i felt very safe um everyone else felt incredibly safe um so so yeah you know i mean things are run pretty professionally so that's awesome yeah because there you know i think what movie was that a long time ago the crow mm -hmm. had an accident yeah. on set yeah where um one of the what was his what was that actor brandon name? lee yeah brandon lee mm -hmm. got you know was 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 a scene where everybody was on on the you know he was on the table and everybody had fire and there had to be a live round yeah and he had an incident like that so when something like that happens you know even that long does that just regroup the entire 
industry um, for, for I, safety standards? I, I, or what I is, mean, you know? I wasn't in the industry. Of course you know, not. That, That's well, what, when that happened. Right. But, uh, but I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it makes national news. Yeah. You know, everyone starts, you know, buttoning things down, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, having been on set a few times, you know, uh, there, there, there's nothing else to like button down per se. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, all, all the safety measures are there for a reason. Right. right. Um, so, so in that case, you know, uh, he shouldn't have been pointing the gun directly at him. Right. You know what I mean? It's always off to the side. So um, is that, so is that okay? So that, that's something I didn't know. Yeah. So in movies, uh-huh. they're not actually, they're instructed not to point directly at the other actor. 100%. I did not know that. There's minimum distances, right? Okay. So you have to meet that minimum distance first. Right. And then even then, you know, so if I'm to shoot you in the face on camera, right, right it's going to be like off to your, you know, either shoulder. So the gun uh, is, not, the so the gun is the not pointed directly at that individual. No, they, they, they can mess with camera angles and make sure everything's it. good to go. I did not know that. Uh, yeah, no, there, there, there's a lot of safety measures in place. Um, if you look at um, how many deaths there's been, you know, oh, like gun related in the movie few. industry, very, very, very few. few. And if you look at the hundreds and thousands of you right. know, blank fire rounds that have just gone off, right. you know, willy nilly all over the place. I mean, it's it's a very, very, very rare occurrence. Right. Um, that being said, you know, still don't do that stuff. No, so. I, but I, but to, for people to know, because I didn't know, because that's a huge thing. You know, one of the rules of gun safety, don't point anything you don't want to you know, destroy. 100%. So, but they're, so they're not actually pointing the gun directly at that individual. So, so that's every, so cool. So, so every time I've been on set, yes. um, most of the stuff has been in close proximity. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like if there's a lot of distance or oh, whatever, you know, I mean. But no, but, but, they, not, but, but it's still trained. Yeah. Through the studio and through the, the armors. Mm-hmm. That you're off to the right or yeah. you're off to the left. Yeah. You're, you're training that. So Every that's time. so cool. It's, it's minimum distance. Uh, and even, and even, even beyond the minimum distance, you know, like, like if I'm pointing the gun over there, like nobody else on set can be behind that, no matter what the distance is. It's like okay. clear all that out. Right. You know, it's going to be pointed here. Um, and, 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 and it's never pointed at anyone. Uh, every time I've been on set, you know, there's a lot of close proximity stuff and not a single time has, has any of that happened. Um, you know, Obviously, the first uh, level of uh, safety is the armor, right? Yeah. You know, so so there's a big announcement. You know, uh, we've got this gun. There's going to be this many rounds fired. There's, you know, this many uh, blank cartridges in the magazine. They actually know how many rounds are getting ready to be fired. Yes. So, yes. okay. Uh, you, know, you know where I'm fixing to go with this. Go. John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> they know how many rounds are going to be fired in John Wick. So, so... <laughs> So think, things are dynamic on set, right? Okay. So so there's a lot of times where it's like, okay, like we know for sure. If they know for sure there's going to be one, two, three, even 10 rounds like shot, okay. then there's a big announcement about that. Okay. Right? Now, if there's full auto fire and there's a melee, then there's an announcement of like, hey, full mag <laughs> that's in where this. I, that's where I was going. There, there's probably going to be a mag dump, you know. Um, uh, so, so yeah, obviously okay. things are dynamic. Okay. But when you can count the rounds, um, I mean, it's very specific to the script, too. I mean, there's right. a reason why, you know, like this guy gets, you know, two to the body, one to the head. Right. And then you go over here and this guy gets one in the face. I mean, all that stuff has to be core, uh, choreographed. Right. Right. Um, so there's a reason for that. How were you? Did you have anything to do with, with the four yourself? No, no. Um, okay. Uh, and the reason I'm asked that question, I, I, I'm, I just want to know, because how long you may know this answer from talking to somebody else mm-hmm. to shoot a movie like John Wick mm-hmm. with all the gunfire, with all that going on. For one scene. Just give me an like take the scene where, you know, at the end, you know, of John Wick three, he's mm-hmm. going through the, you know, the hotel lobby mm-hmm. and just it's just a huge thing. How long would something like that take just for that one scene with, um, that, with, with, that, you, with, with that much gunfire? You know, um, it, it all depends. Okay. Um, uh, sometimes there's, you know, a couple takes. Sometimes there's 12 takes. Wow. Right? Um, uh, uh, fortunately, um, you know, uh, the stunt crew behind it, like mm-hmm. those guys are crazy talented, right? Mm-hmm. The 87, 11 guys and all the guys I've ever worked with just like stupid talent, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are incredible. Um, so you've got a, a lot of on the, on demand talent there, which right. really helps. And even if they get the, um, you know, it, it depends on the director too. Right. So, so maybe it's, it, it's perfect, you know, but let's do one for safety. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So they'll, they'll, you know, we'll go again. Right. Um, and that's just to, you know, maybe something else happens a little differently. You know what I mean? Um, so, so it's a hard question to answer. Yeah. You know? it's, and it's not based on, on the amount of gunfire. Uh, sometimes it's just based on, you know, like, uh, the scene itself, you know, is it a one or are we going to, are we going to cut to something in between? Are we going to, you know, it, it, there, there's so many variables there. So uh, there must be so many stunt guys 
that are, you know, their specialty on the stunt side is the farm side, I guess. Right. Um, so so most of the stunt uh, performers, stunt coordinators, uh, fight coordinators that I've run into, mm-hmm. um, they all have some experience with guns. OK, um, uh, they all come through to TTI. I was well. to say, y'all, your your place down there must be just a revolving door. Oh, it is. It is. A lot of those guys wow. come through um, and, and a lot of them have gotten really really good um mm-hmm. I, I uh as far as people that i can personally vouch for mm-hmm. um i know chas the can shoot really well right uh jj perry comes through all the time okay. that guy's a monster he's you know he's he, he's really really good a lot of these guys are like really squared away right. and even the ones who aren't quite squared away like you look at them on a film it's like oh they've spent time with you know so and so so at least you know at least grip looks good and everything mm-hmm. else uh, and then they come you know to see us to like really fine-tune everything have you ever talked to any of these guys about coming to do the shooting sports uh, I have to do actually. A match. I have, and um, rumor has it some of these guys have already been out there. So, really? Yeah. I mean, okay. uh, uh, some of them are crazy busy now. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, a number of them uh, have gone out, um, and there's a small group of guys that have been hit me up and want to go out. So very cool. So, so yeah, it's, cool. it's definitely going to be a thing. It's a little harder for <laughs> you know for the A-list actors, obviously, no, no doubt. You know, if like, like like a postie showed up, right? He right. loves guns and I'm sure he would love to shoot a match, mm-hmm. um, but he would just be mobbed. You know, well, what I mean? you so, say that, but I've been to, you know, um, well, he's I've, I've, met, I've, I've seen other celebrities at, at events mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they don't really they, people walk by and go, hey, you know, you know nice to meet you stuff like that they don't want to bother people because it's oh that's they're, good they're, they're the situation that's awesome um you know jesse you know james for an mm-hmm. example is mm-hmm. he's come and hung out in my tent before and people walk by and say I, you know i love your work you know the blah 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 just shake your hand just and just move on oh that's good to know they, so that's, just, that's awesome um you know and he's an a-lister in his own world 100%. based on what, what he does but it's still not people that you know on on another different type of a-list altogether mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. in movies but i would think there's more respect there uh, from what I've seen, because I didn't know what it was going to be like either when he, when I first you know met him and he came around, I was like, oh, this could be you know just total chaos. Yeah, but it wasn't because <laughs> everybody good. everybody was very respectful mm-hmm. of what they're there for, you know, and, and everything else. So well, that's, that's right. Kind of, that's, that's good to know. I'll forward that info on to some of these yeah, people. So I so. think it would be, and you know, of course, there's going to be that you know after the match where everything just changes. So it's like you can get in, shoot your match, and leave. Right. When everything's right. calm, it's calm. But when yeah. the, when the match is going on, it's pretty. It's pretty normal. So that's good to know. Um, so take me back to your first time when you're, you know, you went through, you know, you're going through the parking lot. You're trying to look oh, like yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah. You walk up, you talk to the directors about everything. Yep. yep. And then, you know, continue. So they explain the whole process to me. Um, you know, it goes from armor um, to the stunt coordinator, you know, to show it's clear uh, to usually the AD on set after that. Um, and then, you know, the actor verifies as well, mm-hmm. you know, before anything gets put in anyone's hands. Okay. Um, and then, you know, as soon as the scene's done, you know, that's when I run in, you know, grab everything off to the side, make sure everything's clear. Um, hopefully I've got spare mags. So that way, you know, we can just go straight, you know, to, you know, cut, uh, filming that scene again. Were you stressed? Uh, actually, um, not really. Okay. Um, uh, it, I found the work, um, and not to take it away from, from Hollywood armors. I, I know a number of them mm-hmm. and these guys are awesome. Um, it depends on the scene, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's just a couple of guns, you know, like, yeah, you know, and that's all I dealt with. I was dealing with like two to three guns, you know, each time. Okay. Yo, you've seen some of these movies. I like, so, like sometimes we're talking, you know, Dozens of guns. So on how set. many armors are on set on something like that? Uh, so, uh, so it's like, okay, you're in charge of these three guys. Right. You're in charge of these three guys. Is, is it like that? Uh, so, so on a big production like that, like, yeah. yeah, you've, you've got the armor and then they've got their, their, their team of people underneath them. So mm-hmm. they'll have, you know, one, two, maybe even three other guys, you know, um, that are just as qualified as they are, um, you know, making sure everything's good to go. You've got some guys staging magazines. You've got mm-hmm. other guys, you know, running things back and forth. Uh, sometimes, you know, one guy doing some gunsmithing because, you know, blank guns can be kind of finicky. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just this revolving door um, of, of all uh, all the guys I know. Uh, I know several, um, you know, top level, you know, um, Hollywood armors and, and, and all of them are great guys. They're all mm-hmm. squared away. Um, super crazy safe, uh, really meticulous about everything. Um uh, sometimes, you know, um, sometimes maybe people might interpret it as like overbearing, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about safety. That's right. So, you're responsible. So yeah, you're, you're responsible everything. for all of that. So, mm-hmm. uh, so there's a lot of pressure. Um, not really, uh, so, so it is stressful. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Um, because, you know, I mean, you only have so much time for reset, you know, and maybe they're all reset and they're waiting on, you know, the guns from the armor. Right. Um, uh, but that's just, you know, part of it, you know, you're trying to do things 
as quickly and efficiently as you can while not while not sacrificing any safety. Um, and everyone understands, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I think the most stressful thing I've been through is, you know, when I'm on set, like everyone's ready to go, you know, I only had, you know, like one or two mags for this gun. So as soon as it's over, I'm like scrambling, you know, to clear, do everything properly. And then, you know, reload with the blanks and, and get things set. And the set's quiet. And they're literally just like <laughs> waiting on JR. Right. And I'm just like, Oh man. All right. Cool. 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 Play it cool, bro. Play it cool. Like, like you know, d- don't let them see that you're sweating a little bit. Right. So, so it, it, it definitely is stressful. Right. Um, um, and it's, uh, it, it's a high stress job. Um, but, but it's a lot of fun. You know, it can be really rewarding. Um, I was able to, you know, help, you know, people with, you know, okay. Like, Hey, you know, when you do this real quick, like, like grip it more like this instead of this. And mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And all of a sudden, you know, you see their grip start to dial in a little bit, you know? Um, and, 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 and that's all incredible. Cause I mean, really, you know, uh, uh, you know, Taryn, you know, with the John Wick films, you know, working with, with Chad and all those, uh, you know, Keanu, I mean, that really set the bar mm-hmm. for, you know, like, what it's really like to, to actually shoot a gun. You right. know, you, we're taking away the weaver stance, you know, the cup and saucer thing is gone. Uh, like things actually look squared away, you know, real reloads, you know, and, 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 you know, decent tactics, you know, like every, everything's fun and they really <clears throat> raise the bar. So, right. um, uh, it doesn't matter if it's like a, a B action flick, you know, right. like people are expecting that now. Did you ever ask, um, Taryn, how long it took to get Keanu? where he's at today in the process. Um, you know, he's, I, he looks like a, you know, a, 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 some, some of the stuff he does looks like a, you know, a, a, a competitor shooter. Oh, 100%. So, um, uh, uh, Keanu is, is, well, one, he's a super nice guy. Right. Uh, two, like he, he's, he's really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Taryn did an outstanding job working with Keanu. Um, it's, it, it, it's, it's fun to watch Taryn teach, you know, okay. he's really able to just like, get things going. He's, he's able to get people tooled up fairly quickly, you know, Mm -hmm. um, 99% of the time with people's first session there, you know, we've got them, you know, shooting and moving, you know, um, before they leave. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it's incredible. I I love the style of instruction. Um, it's all high level. Um, people are like, Oh, it's just a sea of steel, you know, and, and, um, they can hit anything. Uh, but what people don't see, you know, is the, is us tooling people up. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like you hit that steel, but that was, you know, that was a D zone hit, you know, like, come on, let, let, let's get this better. So we do work on accuracy, not just speed. Nice. Um, uh, and, and these people, you know, walk away being, you know, incredible shooters if they can put in the time. Mm-hmm. Obviously Keanu has been there numerous times. Right. So I don't know exactly how many times he's I've, been there. I was just curious if you ever talked about that. Yeah. Like, how long did it take you to get him where he's at? Um, uh, I, I'd love to hear that. I have to, I'll just have to ask You'll him. Have to ask I will. Uh, funny I enough, I've actually sometime, never asked it. Yeah. I just know that, you know, um, Taryn is able to, uh, as, as long as, uh, usually it helps if they're an athlete or whatever, right. you know, Keanu has been, oh, you know, doing jujitsu, doing so all much. kinds of stuff for a really long time. So all that, you know, really helps obviously. Um, but I know Taryn got him tooled up pretty fast. Wow. Um, and then just like, you know, Keanu's coming back and every time he comes back, you know, he spends time with Taryn and Taryn just makes him better and better. That's awesome. No, it's incredible. <laughs> so you get through with your first set, you know, your first movie scene in the house and you're going back to the, you know, to, to Taryn's place. What's the first thing you say to Terry when you get back? Do you remember? Well, it was actually a really late night. <laughs> okay. So it was, it was a Friday. <laughs> okay. So, um, but, but on the way home, I called Taryn. I, I was just excited. In fact, you know what? He actually came out to set that day. Okay. Yeah. He got to beat Dolph Lundgren. We all took a picture together. Okay. Uh, he asked me how everything was going. And I was like, Terry, it's going great. You know, and he's all smiles and super supportive and like really happy that I'm, you know, there helping represent him. And it, it was just an incredible opportunity. I, I loved so everything cool. about it. it. Um, it means a lot that, you know, he trusts me like that. No, it you does. Know, he trusts me to run classes it's, on it's, my it's own. His, his entire brand. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, I love representing Taryn. Um, uh, and, and I love his, his vision. I love where he's taking the company. Um, mm-hmm. I, I hundred percent love being a part of it, you know, so um, cool. and doing everything I can to, you know, represent the company well and, 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 and Taryn, you know, right. Taryn himself, it is a brand, right. you know what I mean? Yes, it is. And, and, it, and it's incredible. So did you, have you ever helped on a major production? Yes, I have. Yeah. What's your, what's one of the first places you had to travel to on a major production? So last year that you make and uh, talk about and I talk yeah, about. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, <laughs> and it, I, re- I respect that. So. It's, it's no secret, okay. you know, that, that, that it's going to be coming out. Um, okay. uh, there's no release date for it yet. Um, but, uh, Taryn was going to spend some time on set for John Wick four. Okay. Right. So, uh, so he was told up to go to France, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Super jealous of that. Right. Right. Um, but, um, he got a call from, uh, the stunt coordinator, uh, for the Continental, which is the John Wick prequel. Right. And, uh, they wanted Tarrant. 
Right. And he's like, I, I, I just, I can't, I literally can't be in two places at once. Right. So it's this whole like, oh, you know, it's a John Wick universe, you know, like, 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 you know, we need some Terran training, you know, uh, the actors need to be, you know, squared away. And, and, and then he, he pulls me in. Right. And he's like, Hey, JR, come here, come here, come here. And he's cow. like, I've got JR here, you know, you know, he, he's my number one guy and he's saying all these incredible things about me. So already I'm just like, wow, you know, this is awesome. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I come into the conversation halfway through. Right. Mm -hmm. So after they hang up, I'm like, Taryn, I'm like, do you, do you need me to go like somewhere crazy? And he was like, yeah, yeah, you're, 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 you're going to go to Budapest. Right. And I was like, Budapest. <laughs> like, wait, what? Like I'm, I'm not going down, down the street to a studio or something. Like, 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 well, what, what are you talking about? Holy cow. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, so I don't hear anything for a while. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden like, it's, it's, it's go time. I get an email from production and they're like, Hey, we're going to book your flight. You know, everything's, you know, squared away. Um, and that's a whole side story on itself. If you want to hear it, yes. on, like how I got to go there. So, oh my gosh. So I get an email like a week before they want me to fly out. Right. Yeah. And I was like, all right, sick. No problem. So I go, I look at my passport. My passport's expired, bro. <laughs> I was like, oh no, like, what do I do? That's going to be next so 181 I, bucks. I'm, I'm calling all these places. Right. And, and it's like, well, for $1,500, we can probably get it to you in like 10 days. And I'm yeah. like, 10 days isn't fast enough. Right. Well, finally I discover that like all these places are taking, you know, these documents to the passport agency. Exactly. Right? So I just call a passport agency and I'm like, yo, I'm in a bind. Like, well, are you flying out within two weeks? Yes. And they're like, okay, cool. Like, all you have to do is show up, you know, with, with all this stuff, you know, prove that you're, you know, got your, 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 your flight booked and, uh, you'll walk up with your passport the same day. Yeah. And I was like, that's incredible. Like it was going <laughs> to cost me three, $4,000. Yeah. And they're like, hold on, sir. Like it was less than 200 bucks. Right. Yeah, it's all about broker day. Oh yeah. yeah. So, well, here's the fun part. Right. So it's like, well, well, I, I know you've got a place in LA. Like, let's go to LA. They're like, oh, sorry. We're booked for months. And I was like, well, what about San Francisco? Oh, sorry, booked. And they're like, oh, we got Seattle. And I was like, uh, all right, book it, right? <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, 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 that, that, that's booked now. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, like, what now? And they're like, oh, we got Texas and Hawaii. And I was like, I got friends in Texas, Texas. And like, oh, sorry, that booked up too. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to go. What do I do? And then finally, uh, I think it was um, like, like North Carolina, right? And okay. I was like, just book it. <laughs> So, uh, so I fly to North Carolina just to do on, the passport on, on, on Wednesday. <laughs> See, this is why movies cost so much to make. Oh, because well, this is all out of my own pocket, actually. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no I, I should have sent them receipts, yeah. but I was just so excited to go. I'm like, I don't know what to turn in for reimbursements, right? So I fly to North Carolina. I, I stay overnight. Next day, I go. And sure enough, I walk in the morning, give them my stuff, go back in the afternoon, passport in hand. Two days later, I'm on a flight to Budapest. <laughs> that was incredible. It, it, it was nuts. It was Holy wild. Holy cow. So to be a part of that production when you got there compared to the small stuff that you, well, I don't say small, but smaller oh, yeah. stuff that you were doing. And all of a sudden to walk onto this major secret production at the time at the time yeah yeah not i i don't think too many people knew about it at the because time because nobody knew you were you couldn't even tell people why you were there um so i was there for uh for the gun training okay yeah um but i'm talking about people that were in the area you couldn't talk about you know what what you were filming for uh yeah no I, I just kept my mouth shut yeah right um and, and there's plenty that i can't talk about still right, right? Of course. um obviously i can say i was there yeah um but i you know i i get there and of course it's like 10 million COVID tests, right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, testing all the time, by the way, too. Uh, they were, they were, they were like really meticulous about that. Um, you know, all the masks and, you know, the, you know, uh, the, the, the COVID tests, like, mm -hmm. you know, we really had to just like stay on point with that stuff, regardless of how you feel about it. That's just how it works oh, in that world. Part of the so, industry. Yeah, it really, really is. Yeah. Um, but I remember my first time walking into the studio. And they're introducing me to, you know, the fight coordinators and the stunt coordinators and the stunt performers. And I'm like, yo, I know these names. Like these guys are legends in the industry. Holy right? cow. Um, so yeah, it, it, it was incredible. You know, uh, a lot of 87, 11 guys. Um, it, it was just, it, it was nuts. And it was just really, really just fascinating to watch them work, do their thing and then be able to like help contribute, you mm -hmm. know, um, obviously they're, masters at their job there's no way i could ever be a fight coordinator the or, or stunt performer the crazy wrecks these guys do i right. mean it's unreal what these guys are doing man wow. and then just the way they coordinate the fight scenes and 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 how creative they are with coming up with everything just 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 blew my mind so the fact that i was able to help you know contribute even a little bit was just right. mind-boggling for me so uh so i had a private time with uh with the actors themselves okay. you know, working on just the gun handling uh manipulations movements um, and then we were able to transfer that, you know, into, you know, uh, when, the actual like fight scenes. and guns When scenes. they give you when you when you said I had time, 
do they give you like, okay, you have 15 minutes to work with this person. We're on a set schedule. Um, what does that time look like? So, so it is a set schedule okay. um, and, and every production is different, right? right? This is just, you know, my experience. Uh, uh, they would bring the actors in two to four at a time. Um, and they would have this block of time, you know, um, you know, with, with the stunt crew, mm -hmm. um, and it's up to the, uh, you know, fight coordinator and stunt coordinators, you know, how they're going to be spending, you know, that time, right. um, whether it's, you know, training, uh, getting told up with fighting, uh, the, the actual fight coordination, um, all of that stuff. Okay. Um, uh, so they're working with everyone's strengths and weaknesses and just making them look like complete badasses. It's, right. it's incredible what they do. Wow. Um, so that was part of my job too, is mm -hmm. making them look like they've been gun people their entire lives. Um, so I would get, uh, um, it started out in groups of like three to four. Uh, in blocks of like two to three hours at a time with just me, which was awesome. And then um, when when they decided to keep me for longer, because I was originally supposed to be there for two weeks and then two weeks turned into two months. Oh, <laughs> that's you, you didn't pack for that. No, 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 sir. I did not. I definitely packed for two weeks, but I didn't pack for the cold weather. Oh, I got cold as hell over there, man. I had to go out and buy all this cold weather gear. I was just like, oh, man, I was not prepared for that part. Um, but uh, but but it, it, it was great. Two um, months. Yeah, two months. What? You had you had schedules that you'd already had for other people back in the States, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So what does uh, that look so like? So when they wanted to keep me, um, uh, obviously, uh, you know, we courted with Taryn. You know, that's mm -hmm. my day job. He's my boss. Yeah. You know, and there were a lot of important things, you know, that, you know, he trusts me with back home. Um, so and, and, and uh, keep in mind at this time, we're both gone. Like he's in France. I'm right. JW4. Right. And, you know, I'm uh, I'm in Budapest. Yes. Right? Um, so. Uh, I was supposed to beat him back to the States, right? Well, now with me staying, you know, for two months, now he's going to beat me back. Um, so, so basically Zach's working at TTI by himself for two months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Holy we, cow. we, we, we uh, on a side note, the TTI crew is great. Yeah. Um, Terrence never had a better team. Yeah. Uh, everyone is uh, a lot of talent there. I've heard a lot and, of good things about what everyone's goes on there. just super great there, yep. man. Like, I, I'm super blessed to be working with everyone. I am there. Uh, there's no way. Uh, I would be as successful as I am without right. those guys. So, um, but yeah, uh, we made the phone call to Taryn and, you know, he, you know, graciously understood and he was like, yeah, you know, like let's, let, let's get everyone squared away. You know, they, they, they need more time, you know, two weeks is not enough time to get this many actors, you know, looking like, you know, they, they, they know what they're doing. Right. Um, so um, uh, not to take anything away from the actors. That's, that's not what I mean. Like, no, like no, no, no. everyone came away. There's like, different really levels. Good. There's different levels. And, and but there's only scenes. so much you can do that's in a right. short amount of that's time, right. right? You know, a few hours a day in a group, like that's just, that's just not enough time. Right. Um, so, so they were able to block in even more time for me, uh, some one-on-one -on -one time with everyone. And then it would just be pairs, you know, so that way we could really start dialing stuff in. Um, so, uh, it, 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 it was incredible. I loved it. Wow. Everything about it was amazing. And then, uh, there was, uh, there were several times when I was on set. Um, as, uh, so I wasn't on set as the armor. They had their own local armor there. All right. Uh, but when I was on set, you know, I did coordinate with him, make sure everything's, you know, squared away, mm -hmm. um, let him do his job. Um, uh, but I was there to make sure, you know, everything was going well, right. you know, as far as like, you know, how, how they're shooting, does it look well? Um, obviously I worked really closely with uh, the stunt team. Thank God. I love working with those guys. Right. Um, and just kind of like helping them out whenever I could, um, staying in my lane, but making sure things are, you know, are still good. You know, mm -hmm. when I could, I'd be like, Oh, Hey, you know, like maybe we can square away a little bit here and they're like, Oh yeah, sick. Right. So boom. So they go make sure, you know, he's good to go. And, uh, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's super fun. So we'll get off this in just a subject. Cause we got uh, just a second. Cause we got a lot of, uh, something else I definitely want to talk about, but have you been to the movies to ever watch the credits and see your name up there? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, so, cause I, you know, I, you know, so many people now watch the credits because then there's going to be this little teaser scene at yeah, the end of the movie yeah. that you don't want to miss now. So it forces people to watch the credits, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you know, so you're looking forward to that. Uh, so, so there is a movie out, uh, the first one I worked on with uh, Dolph Lundgren and I got to work with Mickey Rourke. Okay. Um, uh, I was only on set for four days though. All right. right. So, so stuff looks a little wonky, you know, on some <laughs> certain things like keep in mind, boys and girls, I was only there for four days filming it. I was like in the middle of the production. Right. Um, uh, that's called section eight. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, I'm sure I'm in the credits. I should be. Um, <laughs> but I haven't had the opportunity to, to watch it yet because I, right. I've just been crazy busy with shooting and everything else. I desperately want to, want to see it, uh, just to kind of see that too, you know? Um, and, and I also want to see like how things look before and during my right. time there and maybe after, you know, just to kind of, you know, geek out on that. I think that'd be kind of fun, but, um, uh, you'll definitely see my name, uh, on, in, in the credits on this production. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's it, so awesome. it, it should be great. Congratulations. So, thank man. you so I'm much. So proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. You, you, and you've taken your, yourself to a different level. You're working now with, um, 
other companies. You, you got your own compensator that you came out with. So, uh, so, so that's actually not mine. It's not yours. But no, you're, no, you're, that is Zach and Kyle's, which is incredible. Okay. Zach and Kyle's, but, my yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. That's but okay. you're doing a lot of other stuff now with, with guns outside. You mm-hmm. know, you work with a lot of people to help design stuff and help get things together. Yeah, so, 100%. You know, how when you do something like that and you're, you're still working for Taryn, but you tell them, hey, I'm going to be helping these people do this and this. Is that conversation pretty easy to have? Um, it is. Um, okay, good. Uh, it's, it, it, it's actually really nice and refreshing working with Taryn. Okay. Um, so, so me, I have zero filter. Okay. Right. Uh, so like it or like, like it or hate it, like it doesn't matter. Like you're going to know exactly how I feel about it. I something, love it. Right. Um, and Taryn um, is the exact same way. Right. Right. Uh, so it's great. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if he's unhappy about something, I know, and we can fix it. We're Not a problem. Stay out of the way. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's his company, right? Like it should be. Like there's times when he should be. You know, a little like, hey, what's going on with this? Right. Um, But uh, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm just honest and upfront. Like, hey, Taryn, you know, Mm -hmm. um, there's this product, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're going to be testing it. Maybe you want to look at it. Right. You know, and not everything lands. You know, if if I think something's cool, you know, maybe maybe he doesn't. Right. Um, But he does trust, you know, our judgment a lot. So um, when we're when we're explaining things to him, you know, like he he, he gets it. You know, he understands how guns work. He understands ballistics and everything. And uh, I mean, the guy's incredible. Right. Did you have any input on the new um, sand? Viper, uh, Sand Viper. Uh, that was pretty much all Tarrant. Was it really? Yeah, that was pretty much all Tarrant. Because um, I remember walking around the NRA show. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm like, I know these three guys coming up. And all of a sudden, you're going, I was like, and everybody. I was like, Oh God! And then all of a sudden, you bring this gun out. Oh like, yeah. I was like, That is no, so it's, cool to see. It's uh, it, it's it, it, it's incredible. Um, uh, that thing is so fun to shoot, uh, okay. for Zach and me, it was like, oh yeah, that like, like we're going to move on from the Glock baby. Like, like this, <laughs> it, 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 that, that thing runs so well. I, I've got probably five, six K through mine already. Not a single hiccup, um, at PCC two gun nationals. Um, obviously Zach and I shot the tier nine and the sand Viper. Yes. Um, there were several of us that were running that setup and immediately after the match, we took it to the test fire bay and just let people just run them into the dirt. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they put a ton of rounds through it. And this is right after the match. Right. And it's hot out, guns hot as hell, just ran like a top. I mean, wow. that, that, that thing is unstoppable. Yep. We, and we the, love and the PCC as well. Oh, the PCC is great. Um, so, so, uh, Zach worked really closely with Taryn on that one. Yeah. Um, uh, most of the internals are a lot of Zach's designs, uh, along with Taryn's input. Um, I was able to help out with it too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, we love that thing and not because it's a Taryn product, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I mean, you compete at the highest level and you want to win. Right. Yeah. And, and, and if you don't win, um, you want it to be because of you, not because of your gear. That's correct. Um, so, uh, we were able to build the flattest shooting, most accurate, most reliable blowback on the market. I mean, wow. the, the, the thing is incredible. We love that gun. Wow. Did, you know, with all the production, everything happening, were, are you amazed when you roll up, when, when Taryn rolled out these new products, how fast, the public wanted them. You know what? It, it it's it, it's funny you mentioned that. Like, there's times when I sit around and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm at TTI, I'm at work, you know, whatever. And everyone else is just like, wait, you know, Taryn? Like, 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 you, like you work at Taryn Tactical? Like, what's mm-hmm. that like? And I'm like, oh yeah, like this is this is a crazy, you know, world, you know, that I'm able to be a part of. Um, it it, it is fascinating, you know, like like. Taryn could just release a turd and everyone would want it. Right. <laughs> but that's not Taryn's way, you know? No, it's not. Um, so, so, I mean, the, the, the brand power is amazing. Yes. Right. Um, and, and, and obviously he knows that he has the brand power, brand power, but he's not going to settle for anything either. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so sacrifice nothing on it. And there's always like tiny little tweaks and everything that we're making along the way, you know, to just like, you know, it, it is good. Like it's, it, it's a pretty perfect gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but what can we do to make it just that much better? And, well, and he's always chasing. Well, give me that. some insight on that if you can, because the Sam Viper just came out not mm-hmm. too long ago. How long was it? being worked on before it was released how long did that process oh, product take? Um, you know that process uh had started um i think even before i had started there no kidding is, is when i think the design process was starting so so taryn single-handedly like designed the the entire thing right wow um I, I, it's all his brainchild it's all his baby and and thank god because you know he you know obviously he's a champion mm-hmm. um but he understands what it takes to make these things work so over two years uh yeah in production yeah 100%. before he released it mm-hmm. holy cow yeah, the yeah. P- and the pcc uh the pcc was in development for almost that long too wow um i mean there were times where in it when it's like yeah like like this is good we could do this because from two years 
so many things can change in the gun industry. Uh, a lot, man. To, uh, a lot. Hey, I like that cut, but hey, somebody else is doing it, so now change it. <laughs> you know, because so many things can happen so quick. I mean, I mean, the good thing about aesthetics, uh, at least Terrence aesthetics, like mm-hmm. the way he wants things to look. I mean, he's the only one that has that that brain power behind it. Mm-hmm. So we're never there. There's never been a time where where Terrence ever been like, oh man, like that was my idea for that design, mm-hmm. right? W- w- which is incredible to be able to have that niche, you know, to be able to like, every time he comes out with something, it's mm-hmm. totally unique. And you know, it's got like Terrence flavor on that. Right. Like that's incredible, man. It- it's so fun to be around that. Yeah. Cause he's still doing it. He's still selling the combat masters quick oh, as y'all can make them as well. And those was, are great. That, that's been out for, I don't know how many years now. Cause that's been, and that's still an amazing shooting gun. Right. So, uh, so along those lines, you know, what did he want to do? He's like, let's make this a little better. Right. And that's when we released the site block. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks the part, you know, but it's a sight block gun. And again, that shoots flatter too. Um, so he's always, you know, chasing after that, that next little part, you know, and that's just, that, that's, that's the shooter in him. You okay. know what I mean? Like, like he, he really wants things to work, work well and not just look the part. So he's not taking a break right now. He's actually got something else. He's probably working on a on the break. Exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about, sir? <laughs> like, like, like uh, I mean, I love that I'm on salary, but that also means that like yeah, my you're, phone's you're, been buzzing a few times. It's probably Taryn asking about some stuff, you know? That's so um, cool. So, so, so I love it. You know, like, like he, that, that man never stops, uh, but in a good way, you right. know, like, like it's a passion. It, it's never, it's never like, Oh man, you know, like, you know, I'll wake up on a Saturday morning morning sometimes and i'm at home and i'm like just like ah, oh, so great to be at the beach you know because i live at the beach i love it i'm like ah, oh, maybe i'll just go be a beach bum today right and i get a text from taryn and it's just like hey you're around today and 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 he's totally fine if i ride back and just be like hey i'm busy mm-hmm. you know but if i don't have any solid plans i'm like yeah bro i'm around what's going on you know uh it could be a random class you know sometimes it's just like going there because you're like, really enjoying it oh i, I love my job this is the, the, it's the, incredible that's the, the, so we're both in the same error of our life then because I drive every weekend to a match mm-hmm. and you're answering the phone no matter what day it is, but it's fun. I love it. That's I'm the same way. I I, 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 I never not love it. You know, know, a text goes off from Taryn uh, and some people look at their phones and it's their boss during their off times and they're just like, mm-hmm. ah, like what now? You know, right. I get a text from Taryn and I'm like, what is it? <laughs> what what, right? what is today going to bring? Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes it's a, hey, what the hell's going on with this? <laughs> right. And rightly so. And even if it's on a Sunday, it's like, oh, no problem. Like this, this, yep. blah, blah, blah. Um, but more often than not, it's like, hey, I've got this class I need help with, you know, because I mean, things things happen last minute with that kind of mm-hmm. stuff in that world. Or it's just like, yo, uh, you get, you got a few hours like we need to go like R&D this. And it's just like, boom, like now we're at the range, thousands of rounds through a product just to make sure that, you know, once we release it, like like it all the all the kinks have been worked out. You know, the right. last thing we want to do is like release something and be like, ah, oh, shit, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's pull this back. You know, I mean, things no, do I happen. Takes right? a lot you, can only, you can only do so much. Like there's always going to be one dude who discovers something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the, the good thing is, is like we love that feedback and we're able to, you know, fix it, make that change immediately and then, you know, get it back out there. And most people never see that because we're usually we're usually able to catch it pretty early on. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so incredible. I love it, man. Well, man. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your story and experiences with me today. Is oh, there thanks, any, anything you, we left off you want to talk about, promote or anything? Uh, you, just, you know, um, I mean, obviously the Sand Viper selling itself. Yes. Um, uh, is it a $7,000 gun? Yeah, bro. Shoot it. <laughs> like, it the, the, the thing is just nuts. No one believes it until they, sh- until they shoot it. Right. It, it, it. It's so flat. It's so comfy. Um, I mean, it's sexy to look at. I mean, yeah. come on. It's it, a good looking gun. When I saw it at the NRA show, I was like going, holy cow. Oh, dude. Yeah. Because I saw pictures of it. But when you actually see it in your hands, the pictures don't do the way justice. the color, it just, it's totally oh, different. It pops. Yep. It pops. Um, and, and there's so much going on under the hood on that one. And then the TR9. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not just a PCC. Um, Zach and I don't just love it just because it's a Terran product. You All know, right. we're on the pro team. I mean, that thing runs. Uh, It's short stroked with last round bolt hold open. Mm -hmm. It's the only PCC on the market with um, a monolithic barrel. So it's all one piece that's counterboard. Tighter tolerances on the comp. Like we're no BS getting one MOA out of that thing. Wow. Um, We've loaded bullets upside down. We load shorty, you know, uh, hollow points. It just feeds everything. It just chews on everything and runs. Um, and it's the softest shooting blowback I've ever shot. You loaded bullets upside down. Yeah. You know, we're like, hey, what, what's this going to do? We said <laughs> it's reliable. Let's prove it. <laughs> so, so, so everybody's like, okay, we got plexiglass up over here. Somebody, <laughs> y'all, y'all stand behind this glass over here. I'm going to pull the trigger because I lost the bet. And no, no. So, so when we did that, we're like, yo, Taryn, let's do this video. And he's like, what are you talking about? This is dumb, right? Like, why, why are we doing this? We're like, no. 
it's the reliability. And Taryn's like, oh, okay, right on. So that video he released of of, uh, of him doing that, yeah. that was a one take thing. Okay. Like, like Taryn, like we told Taryn it was going to work and he's like, let's find out and let's record it. Right. <laughs> and sure enough, I mean, it ran. That was a single take. Uh, we uh, candy caned, you know, all the bullets in there and and it ran. How uh, many employees are at, at Taryn? So we're right around 40-ish employees. 40? Yeah. And we're rapidly growing, man. Like, like, like we, 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 we need more gunsmiths. We need more stipplers. Um, like the 40. company is, yeah, I had, uh, okay. Uh, I just didn't know. There's a lot going on there, man. Yeah. Like there's a lot of moving parts. Um, so, uh, you know, over COVID, you know, you know, uh, I mean, Terrence company was already growing, right. Yeah. And then COVID hit and then it just like grew like e- e- even crazy and it's hard to keep up with that growth. Um, so, so we've been chipping away at it. I know our lead times are a little crazy right now, mm-hmm. um, but they've come down drastically. Uh, we hired a new GM who's brilliant, uh, really good in the gun industry and just mm-hmm. really understands business really well. Um, someone that I'm able to work really closely with that Taryn is, um, uh, all the gunsmiths are crazy talented. Uh, everyone there just really has it dialed in. That's wonderful. Um, and, and we're making a lot of advancements and improvements on just like how we're doing things, how we're streamlining things, our production process. It's it's really fun to to be a part of you know a company that's already huge and just growing at a rapid rate. It's incredible. I well, I, it. I would ask what's next for you, but I think you're just you're just holding on to the reins right now. It sounds like. Right? Uh, yeah. So uh, th- there are there's a lot of stuff coming. Okay. I mean, obviously, um, can't really no. you know talk or share about it. I get it. Um, but I mean. It Expect everything to make just as big a splash as everything else we've released this year. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I saw the big, you know, uh, what is it? Some big truck or something you go into matches with or something. Oh, yeah. So, oh, my uh, Lord. So we teamed up with my game up a little bit. We teamed up with this company (laughs) called OB Trailer. Yeah. uh, And they're, they're, they're Overlander trailers. Yeah. So, I mean, you can go anywhere with these things. And Mm -hmm. I put it through the test. You know, I'm driving down dirt roads like 45, 50 miles an hour with this thing and it's just cruising back there. (laughs) Highly recommend these things. And you can live out of them. Uh, So we we got it custom wrapped. Yeah. Uh, this is the first version of the TTI trailer. Uh, the next one, we're we're outfitting super crazy nice. We're gonna have a big nice couch in there, safe, like everything. It's, it's gonna be killer, dude. Yeah, it's, you gotta get one, baby. You yeah, gotta get one. I've got this pretty cool setup I do now, but now it's like going, uh, there's somebody's out doing you. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. Exactly. We can get you in touch. Yeah, no, these things are incredible. That's incredible. Well, man, JR, thank you so much again. Thanks, Brian. You know, how can people it. get in touch with you if they wanna, you know, reach out to you or for any further question, or you just wanna get in touch with me or because you're too busy or, you know, what's that look oh, like? Oh, yeah, no, uh, it's really easy to get a hold of us. Okay. Um, obviously, Taryntactical.com. Uh, yeah. Uh, our phone number, great way to reach us, 805-522-1911. Taryn picked an awesome uh, phone for uh, phone number for <laughs> yes, that. Yes, he did. Um, uh, and then uh, my email address is, uh, I'm, I'm really easy to get a hold of. Um, I'm pretty transparent. So my my Instagram is JRG22. Mm-hmm. Uh, my email address is JR at Taryntactical.com. Awesome. Um, so yeah, and if you guys need anything, hit me up. I'll, I'll point you in the right direction. Uh, if I can't help you personally, because I got a lot of stuff going on, yeah. I'll make sure someone takes care of you. So, man, yeah. well, thank you so much for sharing some of the stories you did today. I think. Um, Thanks, Brian. I fun, enjoyed man. that. I enjoyed that. I didn't know. I thought that was going on. So, but if you have any questions for Jr., of course, he's giving you ways to get in touch with him. But what a great experience to be able to do this today. Thank you again, Jr. But until next time, we'll see you at the range. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Brian. <laughs>